Yo. Hello, hello. We're live, dude. Awesome. So I'm actually, there's a couple things, because um, this is episode 21. Mm-hmm. So I'm, just because we're so, we're so nascent, is that the right word? <laughs> in Kuwait? Yes, we're so in Kuwait. We're so, we're such a new podcast that I feel like 10 Episode 10 was like a big deal. And episode 20 should have been a big deal, but it, I don't know what wasn't. And here we are, episode 21. Um, so I'm actually just kind of amazed that we're actually cut this far. In a sense, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed. Or not, whatever. Wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> so this, this, is, this is amazing. Yeah, th- so I'm going to do the intro. Uh, this is the Get You Some Productions podcast, episode 21. It is a podcast covering all things uh, related to music production from the first note to the last fan and everything in between. My name is Keith. My name is Daniel. Yay! Yay. Please go. We always plug something up front. And this today we're plugging, we're just plugging uh, our Reverb.com affiliate uh, affiliation, I guess we could say. Just go right. into the podcast notes mm-hmm. and click on that first link, and yep. you go shopping there. We are affiliates of Reverb, so if we send people to Reverb through that through our custom link, and someone buys, that's you, the listener. If you buy a product from Reverb through our link, we get paid a commission. That's how the affiliate, uh, that's how the affiliation works. So, you know, and Christmas is coming or whatever, Hanukkah is coming. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's actually why I wanted to have this podcast. Okay. Well, you know what? Well, Well, I'm going to jump in on the Reverb thing. Yeah, go for it. Because I personally uh, need to get a new little iRig for my phone. And I know... uh, Keith and I talk about this a lot, but like trying to be productive at home. It's a real challenge. So I myself going to go on a reverb and buy something through there. Maybe you all have been – I just want to report back. I had a cheap iRig, like it was a stalking stuffer from someone, and it still made a huge difference for, like, what I could do at home. So oh, that yeah. technology is awesome. So you have a nice iPhone um, or whatnot. These things are great if you're trying to make a splash and just trying, just trying to get into it. They're super easy to use, so – Go on to Reverb, get a little iRig. I haven't even done the research yet. I'm assuming there's fancy ones out there, but um, I'm going to be on Reverb doing it. So, Amen. There we go. And actually, I have an iRig. I have the cheapest one that you can get. I think it was like the 20 or $30 one that just has one little knob for mm-hmm. you know, the, in, the input level. It may right. have two knobs. It may have like an input level and, um, and a headphone level, I guess. Right. Um. But I used to use that when I would go away <laughs> on vacation and bring uh-huh. my guitar, but not bring an amplifier. And I would use, I think it was even the iRig affiliated program that would just have like an amp modeling software. Uh, and I did that for a while. I would just put headphones on and plug into, you know, like whatever amp they had, which was, you know, typically like a Marshall type of thing. Mm-hmm. And just rock out in the headphones, but it, the iRig facilitated that awesome. um, as well. And it was the cheapest one that uh, they make. They make much nicer ones. 
I mean, I love my phone. I love all this stuff, too, and the screens. But in a way, like, just for practicing, you know, this was, must have been 15 years ago. We were on tour. I'd have that little drum machine with the built-in amp models in there. Mm-hmm. And remember that thing? It had little sliders for the different parts of the elements of the drum rack. Pull in, like, the hi-hat or the snare. It was just, like, an old-school, like, graphic yeah. thing with the little things. I'd put that on there. I'd plug in. You all be playing Scrabble or doing whatever people were doing or streaking the town with Raja. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doing scales with a little drum machine. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. In these times, we have to kind of get it wherever we can get it pretty right. much. You know, no, I'm, I think a, I'm a sucker for a drum machine. I can't. I'm not going to lie. Oh, Yeah. Actually, ever since you ever since you and I decided to use GarageBand, yeah, I've been flipping through those beats, those like um, personalized drummer beats with like the beats, right. they, like each drummer the name, name, like the guy's name. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I found a couple that I really like, and I've been yep. working on them. Great, super and handy. So, yeah, we and so actually this week, so we're going to do our personal music update. Okay. Um, this week, I don't know if you have anything. I do. Oh, what do you got? Oh, well, I got this new bass. You know about that, the Fender. Oh, yeah. Professional jazz bass. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I finally just been spending more time plugging in every day. I can't quite play at volume, you know, because I play loud enough to practice. But um, I've just been what, getting there and practicing. What kind of amp do you have? I... You're just setting me up. You know what I have. A David oh, you Eden still use it? 4x10. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I still got David Eden 4x10, the same rig. It has a dolly shifter with a bank sticker on it. It has a sicko sticker on it from that Michael Moore movie, Stick, Sicko. Remember that? Yeah, I did. The WT500, one of the first series that came out on the back. There's no plate with a serial number. It's just written in in Sharpie. Boom. I have been this – this reminds me, I've been listening to um, – Guitar Nerds, the Guitar Nerds podcast, which is like the number one guitar podcast. Um, they're a bunch of like hilarious Brits been doing this guitar podcast and they just mm-hmm. talk about gear. Yeah. But there's also a bass nerds. There's a bass guitar nerds podcast that's on the same feed. So every, I think it's once a week. So it's like a twice a week podcast. It's like guitar nerds is once a week and then every weekend there's bass guitar nerds. I've been listening to that too. And they've been talking a lot about gear and they talked about all the amps that they like. And they did commentary on Eden that I thought was so interesting. I forgot to mention it. This was many weeks ago. I think, I think their commentary on Eden was that it was so clean and clear. It was almost like um, clinical, you know, like it gives you nothing. It doesn't, it's not like, um, I don't know, like, Another transparent. transparent. It's, it's so transparent. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because playing with you all those years. Yeah. In different bands too, you always had the same rig, didn't you? Not. Pretty much. Like yeah. even in the yeah. jazz band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even at Bard. So, but I always thought your shit sounded so good. <laughs> you know, and it didn't ever occur to me that your amp was. Maybe it's okay. So maybe you're just a really good bass player. <laughs> well, thanks. No, I mean I have you know I 
I know how to play. Well, I, I'm confident in that, you know. Um, yeah. Well, like fenders, which are fenders, which are quality instruments, you know. Right. And um, you knew how to set it. I get the reason I kept it so long is because clearly it suited how I played. I guess so. Um, yeah. It's very clear, but like I like playing with dynamics and like producing a lot of different sounds from with my hands and my instruments. And, yeah. Um, anywhere I went, the bass the amp would be right there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as in anywhere I went sonically, it would accommodate. You know, it's interesting. Letting the instrument sound, letting my hands and my instrument produce the sound, and it would faithfully restrain the light again. Wait, you say know. that again? You, you, oh, yeah. So it would be, it would fully, it would just, it wasn't getting in the way at all. It wasn't it getting wasn't in the way. It, it wasn't compensating for anything. Right. Um, it's very powerful. Hell yeah. You know, I mean, and it's very tweakable. And to be honest, I hardly ever deviate from everything at like noon, like on the EQ. It's a solid state amp, though, right? Yeah, you know, no, it's um, it's well, okay, yeah. Is it two? It's pretty much, it's no, no, no. Um, most, I mean, most bass amps are solid state. Mm -hmm. Um, it does have two preamps and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Has some little tubes to like, um, but um, no, it's pretty much a solid state amp. Mm. Um, it's got uh, yeah, it's a it's a a valve tech. You know, a twin trio tube preamplifier. So it has tubes. Tube preamp, yes. Do you ever change the tubes? No. Interesting. You don't really you're not change preamp, preamp tubes, I don't think. Yeah, no, probably, if if at all, maybe not that often, because they're not like guitar tubes where you're, I mean, I shouldn't say that. They probably not power, are. They're not the power of the amp. The amp the, Yeah. The preamp yeah. tube. Right. Yeah. Because I, I think that when the way guitarists play, Mm-hmm. where the object is to override the tubes and distort them. They, well, that's stressful. You know, that's, that's probably just why they, have, why they have to be changed so often. My tubes have to be changed on my amp every year pretty much. Because you're a freaking animal. <laughs> exactly it. It's just the amp is wired that way. Yeah. Um, you know, it's wired because it's the You're still uh, playing that PV? Yeah. Yeah. That PV? yeah. And that's an interesting, I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I like getting into gear, and I don't, there's no reason why we can't get into gear. Um, but the PV is, um, the reason I bought it is because it cuts through the mix because it's so mid-rangey. Yeah. And, the, and that's great when you play with the band. It's awful mm-hmm. when you're playing at home by yourself because it's just, like, so in your face. You know, I know what I know what you mean. Yeah, you but that's probably your amp is probably like that too in some some respects. No, my amp's amazing. Yeah, for all applications. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm no. I mean, but I'm telling you, you know how many times it's been in the shop? Zero. You and never this took it in the basement of 32 Broadway for like two years. You know what I mean? Holy thing's crap! Been through it. So, they just, wow. just amazing. I can't say enough about David Eden. Go buy uh, one, wait, people. There has, it still there has the tape schmutz on it from Ars Nova. It smells like schmutz from the tape. Oh, the yeah. Tape section. You know when I'm going to take that schmutz off? Never. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, too. I think I have, I still have, we played that show, just to give the listeners background, we played in an off-off-Broadway show at a, at a theater called Ars Nova which is in um, Hell's Kitchen in Manhattan. And we, because, and our rigs 
were built into the space because it was a theater production. So the, so the set had to be built around our rigs. So mm-hmm. my pedal board was built into the floor. What happened to your rig? Your rig had like some, some like casing around it to make it look like it was part of a boat or something. Yeah. I guess. And yeah, yeah. It was a right? like a table or something. I don't know, a something. Yeah. Oh, like a barrel. Right. So, and then because it was a theater program, the lights were going up and down. Uh, I had um, glow-in-the-dark tape on all my pedals, uh, which is still, many of them still have it on. So Good times. Those were fun. So that's I my musical week. <laughs> that's great. I don't have a musical week because my musical week always is inspired by, it's always inspires the next podcast and, right. and I was inspired so I'll, I'll, we'll just, I'm going to skip mine because I'll just jump into it. I actually did have something to say oh. um, just on an off thing. We, there, I've been reading this book called The Gift by Lewis Hyde uh-huh. and it's, it's really, it's about the value of art in, in society and it's gotten me thinking a lot and I'm thinking that I may suggest because i've said in the past that maybe just to have ideas to cover things in the podcast we could do things where we read books about music production and we mm-hmm. do a chapter at a time and we just sort of learn as we go but we cut we pick out things from each chapter that we think mm-hmm. are valuable and discuss them on the podcast and we and then if necessary or if we want we can incorporate that into our business um but this and this is not a practical, like, book about music production. It's it's a very theoretical book about the value of art in, in culture and society. But it is amazing. It is an amazing book. <laughs> I would love I, to hear. Yeah, you should read some. Yeah, I would. I think I might pick out some blurbs and maybe we'll do, talk about it on the podcast because it's like, and it took me a while to get into it, but I've I got over that hump, that initial chapter hump. Mm-hmm. And now I'm into it, and it's like the, the the blurbs are basically like this is the most important book about art ever made and all this other junk. Like it's so hyperbolic, but mm-hmm. it's like now I can see what they're talking about. It's like it is the definitive work on why why art, how how it how it functions in society, why it's not, why it's apart from commerce, even though it's part of commerce but why it stands apart and above in some respects. Okay. It's just mind-blowing. And I'm, wow. just so, I'm excited that I'm reading it. So it's not, it won't give us anything necessarily practical for the business, but I think it'll guide us philosophically in some, in some way. So, Love it. Um, so I'm going to suggest that we work on that, but that's not what I want to work on today. Um, today. Because specifically today, Yes. Um, I was listening to, and I highly recommend, the DIY Musicians Podcast by CD Baby. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it, and they were talking about they, every November they do the same thing. They, they start talking about how to get ready for the holiday season because yeah. it's a commercial sort of effort yeah. to get your stuff ready. If you're putting something out, put it out mm-hmm. in time so that you have enough time to market it, all this stuff. And because we are a production company, I think every year we're going to be sort of involved in that, which is kind of cool and fun and exciting. And But we don't have anything to put out right now. And okay. we're not, you know. We did produce we, an album. 
That's not. We podcast. did produce an album. Yeah, and I guess I. But but it's and okay. It's, I mean, it is for sale, but technically. Okay, but keep it. No, I interrupted. I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, if you think, if you want to get into it, we can definitely get into that and maybe mm-hmm. try to sell the records and sell the actual physical product mm-hmm. and do a pr- promotion or something, a holiday mm-hmm. promotion. Um, maybe signed copies or something. I don't know. Because we still have mm-hmm. 500 CDs. I'll make there in my garage. Put some cookies in there. We could put a cookie in there. <laughs> I don't know if we have to register with the FDA. Justin could throw that. something in there. Justin, your brother, talented. That's right. Yes, he can throw something in there of value. Um, but that's not what I was going to say. Okay. What I was going to say was just for the, just to do something to get in on, so to speak, the mm-hmm. holiday, right? You know, season. Uh-huh. Um, but to also wet our beaks and to also ha- like, yeah, get in this, get in the spirit of and in the rhythm of being mm-hmm. promotional in a sense. Yes, yes. I want to use the opportunity to start getting a, a, a process for promoting our affiliate link. Okay. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Because they have the catalog. They, yes. Okay. So, I'm fine. and so we don't need to necessarily sell our own product to make okay. money during this. We just need to be in front of people with the affiliate link, you know, and have them be aware that we are affiliates. Okay. That if yeah. they're going to buy something, they can. Yeah. So, okay. And we have, um, we have, technically speaking, uh, we have Facebook pages where we can promote this stuff. Mm-hmm. Depending on yeah. One, yes. So, and we have many. One, yeah. two, We've three, four, five, six, seven different pages. Right. And including our own personal, technically, so eight, nine, in a sense. Uh-huh. Um, I'll just go down them. And I actually went through, <clears throat> and I went into Partner Stack, which is the application slash service where you can create custom links for your for our affiliate um, affiliation to Reverb. Uh-huh. And I made a link for Daniel Kutcher. So now you are personally an affiliate. Okay. And I posted it on my own Facebook and I caught and I tagged you so you can grab that link. But what I was thinking, and then so I made one for Keith Fredrickson. I made one for Oliver's Musical Genius. I made one for Mitochondriac. I made one for Getchison Productions. I made one for Eros Pragma. I made one for Getchison Guitar. And I made one for The Handshake. And I made a generic Getchison. So, uh-huh. what I, and I, I don't have any good idea except for thinking that since we have so many brands, so to speak, yeah, we should have a process by which every day maybe we're posting one of those brands and we're literally saying something like, hey, if you didn't know, we are affiliates to Reverb and you can support our band, our business just yeah. by going on there and buying something uh, for yourself. And what I was thinking was, I guess we could write the, the text or have some, have some 
like generic text that we can plug and play and the link right below it. And we can each day, one of us or both of us can just, you know, pick one and post it. And we'll just always be putting our stuff out there, you know, so that, and yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, I mean, a lot of things are in question, like what's the text going to be, right? What, what are, how are we going to pitch this? You know, how do we, right. uh, and do we yeah. want our subscribers to feel like they're getting spammed? Right. No. So how often? Right. That's the next thing. So I think, I mean, I feel like once, if we have seven different brands or eight different brands, mm-hmm. I think once a week is not too much, right? So we could just cycle not through. Not too much, but let's think a good, I mean, there's the different approaches to promoting and advertising, right? So, yeah. I mean, do you have a feel for it? I, I don't know. For what what I mean, it would be? Like, the fact that you're just sort of, like, you're just suggesting, like, look, go here, you're going to get stuff anyway. Like, that would also help us. You know what I mean? That's like a personal appeal. That's cool. You know, um, so, but then if something, if you also attach something that's, like, fun or funny or just something witty, it's like, then they, you know what I mean? It's like kind of hooks people into reading it or wanting to read it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Um, I do like the idea. I see what you're saying, though. Like, people are going to be spending money anyway. They get out in front. You know, like, hey, go through here. Yeah. See, it's an opportunity. Yeah, you just never know. Like, you just say, and, and my personal Facebook is not a personal Facebook, really. I mean, it's basically a business Facebook. I have 5,000 friends, and they're all musicians. Like, 80% of them are musicians, probably. Mm, that's, maybe we should pick... I'm thinking maybe we should pick, like, the top three or four subscribed pages that we have and use advertise on those. Yeah. Once a week. You know what I mean? Yeah, once maybe, maybe it's just a one day a week, like, um, you know, Wednesday or Thursday. So it's out there because I feel like people are sort of perusing on the weekends. Maybe it's Saturday morning, well, you know, when people are just, um, you know, that's and then point. we just – you know, I don't, yeah, so that's like, that's another question is how often, and then next thing is the timing. But I do think that, you know. Okay, what about this? You open a page that says, hey, do you have like musician friends? Are you buying stuff for your musician friends? Uh, that's one thing, like some of these are not necessarily already like plugged into, like, I go to Sweetwater, I go here, you know what I mean? I, I'm just, I have a musician friend. <laughs> I don't want to buy them for Christmas when I get them. You know, yeah. you like, go here, you know what I mean? Like, you go here. They'll also support our page. Um, this is coming. Do you want to get yourself a present? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get yourself a present, but you won't have to feel guilty about it because you're going to buy it through our, you know, like yeah. you'll be helping this, this podcast. You'll be helping our podcast. So guilt-free self-gifting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he was using out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, so, so I think it's something like that. It's it's right. like, um, hey, just so you just so you know, yeah, maybe uh, or in case you didn't know, yeah, we're, we I we happen to be my my business, our our band, whatever the case may be, yeah, happens to be uh, an affiliate of Reverb.com, and at no additional cost to you, you can support our project by shopping through the link below.
period. You know? Yeah. We can cut and paste and tweak. I just screw that up. What is it? Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, podcast people. It's a domestic moment, as promised. Domestic <laughs> moment. Domestic <laughs> moment. I like to. Sorry. Oh, we can up. We can have one thing. We're cutting and pasting, and updating, and tweaking. Like we should get a little Google Doc going. Yeah. So I'm going to put it in the Google Doc. I'm going to put yeah, it yeah. on the end, there and I'm just going to have like you know sort of a basic yeah, yeah. verbiage so that we both can grab it. Yeah. And. Um, and then we'll just, you know, we'll just start putting it up there because even though I, what the impetus was the fact that holiday season is coming yeah, and that we should, you know, at least be out there to a certain extent with it. Yeah. But, um, but I'm, but my, my, I envision that this would be something that just goes on and on forever, you know? It's just like every week, one day a week, you know, we just, we're just putting it out there so that people, so that it's... Yeah, you're right. And it would even be, uh, I'm just thinking like a condensed version would be the end of like quote unquote unrelated or just like other posts. Hey, check out like what X content we produced this week. You know what I mean? At the bottom and also check out, you know, looking for gear, XYZ reverb, you know, like put that in there. Mm-hmm. Always, mm-hmm. always just be pointing that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that was it. That was, that was really it. all I that was what I had to um so yeah. that's that's what we're gonna do is I, I, I think and maybe we could just you know, I know we'll just um I mean I'll start doing it, but I feel like we should split it up or something or maybe like shoot me a t- you get it get it get it started. Open it up. Shoot me a text being like, what do you think? I'll go in there. You know, we can, like a tennis ball, just kick it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then we'll be like, this is good. Because we can always just tweak it as we go, too. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's not, it's sort of everything in, everything about this podcast and everything about uh-huh. this business is sort of like a work in progress anyway. <laughs> so Exactly. So I'm around right. all day, by the way. If you have a few minutes to bang out your initial thoughts, you know what I mean? Let me know. I'll go in and respond. Do that today, if you want, if you have time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I do. I'm off this week, so this is I'm sort oh, of this I'm is right one now. of. And I need to distract myself, like you know what I mean with the politics. I need to distract myself, so that'll be fun. The politics? Oh, the uh, po- the real world of election <laughs> day, right? Now. I thought you meant the. For some reason, I was still on your domestic situation. So I was politics, like, you know, politics yeah, does not approve of, of me being creative at all. <laughs> the politics. Uh, well, I was sort of thinking the politics of how to clean, how to rake the yard. <laughs> what, what politics would there be? Oh, you mean because today, because we're we live in the United States and today is Election Day, and we just happen to be recording this on Election Day. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh, you oh yeah. Forgot. I posted it on Facebook. Facebook. I was like, so what are y'all doing tonight, lol? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> lol. Lol. All right. Um, cool. Let's put a pin in it there. And um, yeah. for this podcast, uh, I think we covered a lot. Oh, we definitely did. Yeah, good. Yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right, episode 21 in the can. Episode 21. I love it. I love it. All right, cool. later, y'all. Later, dude.